What's up, family? Welcome to the 10% Happier Self-Care Journey. Today is August 13th, and I'm excited because we're in the course called Healthy Habits, all about creating and sustaining healthy habits. So specifically, the topic today is called the three E's, environment, ease, and enjoyment. And these three E's are related to, you know, developing a mindful, a mindfulness and meditation practice. And so there are three things that you want to pay attention to, that we want to pay attention to, um, in order to help us to create healthy habits. So hello to everybody watching live, as well as, as they say, to replay visitors. Um, I'm going to actually paste the information for today in the chat so that you can see the notes that I've written and so that you can follow along at your leisure or you can come back to it. These are going to be pinned in the comment section. So what are the three E's that are important for creating and sustaining healthy habits? So we first look at environment. The environment is important. Look for ways to make your environment a reminder and support system of your goal. Creating access points are the key. When you think about creating healthy habits, it is very important that you feel comfortable in your surroundings. And a lot of times you have to do certain things in order to motivate you. So, you know, some things you might do in your environment it might be having the right space. It might be having a comfortable chair. It may be, as they were saying in the course, for somebody that's trying to develop a, a healthy habit to exercise, the person put their running shoes like right out in the open near the door where they could see them. You just need reminders. You need things that make you feel good about your space. You know, in my space, I have, what do I have? Well, I always put on either some music or I put on my self-care um, study lessons that I'm learning and that puts me in a mindset. I also have a yoga mat. I have a place over here near my door that I found that's kind of comfortable and I look forward to just being in that space. And so um, doing things to create a healthy environment and a welcoming environment for yourself is so important. It's also good because it gives you reminders too, you know, um, if I put my yoga mat near where the door is, then chances are I'm going to stop and use it. And also, uh, you know, having it and having it always out. I can't have it in this in this particular room that I'm in always out, but I can actually put it in another room and just have it always ready. So look for ways to make your environment a reminder and support system of whatever your overall goal is. Creating the access points are the key. You just need you need things to get you in the door <laughs> to just put you there. The second E of this trio is ease. Take as little, and this is something that I wrote, um, an original quote that I wrote inspired by this, this thought as I was learning, learning it in the course and it was reminding me of something that I've been using for a while. Hey Darrell, Stefan, thank you all for hanging out and watching. Hope your day is going well so far. 
So ease. Take as little as 10 to 15 minutes per day to devote toward an activity that's a part of a larger goal. The sense of accomplishment that you'll feel by setting a realistic attainable goal will create just the right amount of consistency and momentum that you need to stay motivated and committed day in and day out. This really resonates with me deeply because um, years ago when I started uh, started studying music with my mentor, I was coming up with my own system for practicing the information that he gave me. And what I came up with was this 20 minute a day for each activity kind of approach that really, I mean, I didn't even know what I was on to at that time. It just made sense to me. But what I did was I took a sheet of paper and I had I had printouts at that point where I would fill it in. And my goal was to just focus on each skill just for 20 minutes a day. And if I couldn't focus on hardly anything at all, then just one skill for 20 minutes a day. And what I noticed was with that kind of momentum, just doing a little bit a day and allowing my brain to process and coming back to it and adding on to it. I mean, it took me from zero to 100 fast. I learned so much as far as music in such short amount of time and I mastered so many skills by just applying 20 minutes a day. It became the number one, uh, in fact, I forgot to post the link uh, with this information, but I'll put it in the description and comment section of this video afterwards. It became the number one <clears throat> philosophy for learning anything for me. And in fact, it became my first uh, podcast episode out of over 250 podcasts that I've done now. The first one that I did two years ago um, that I'll post here is called 20 Minutes a Day Will Set You on Your Way, I think it was. And it was just my philosophy that I've used to date where if you want to learn anything in life, then putting, you can even put it less than 20 minutes, like they say here, the person in this course was talking about ten, as little as 10 minutes. Because the thing about it is when you break things down into smaller attainable goals like that, the, the thing that keeps you motivated is your sense of accomplishment. It's your sense of feeling like you're actually taking a step forward and like you've actually covered some territory. As an entrepreneur, I tell you, because this is something that we deal with day in and day out. As an entrepreneur, you know, your your work never ends, so to speak. I mean, you don't clock out necessarily. You just stop working when you are ready to stop working. And because of the fact that it's always something to do, you can get into this feeling of like really doing a lot of things, but not feeling a deep sense of accomplishment. And that's just because you don't have a place to stop or end, like a place to just celebrate after crossing the finish line. A place to say okay this is enough for the day and this was this was great you know I pat myself on the back for for this um, I celebrate the step that I took today um, yeah you just don't have that you have to put that in place yourself because otherwise you'll just feel like you're on this hamster wheel and it's something that even after years of success as an entrepreneur and you know it being my lifestyle it's still something that's a constant practice every day so 
the sense of accomplishment that you'll feel by setting a much more smaller consistent goal um, will create just the right amount of consistency and momentum you need to stay motivated day in and day out one more story I want to tell you too on this tip is um when I was um, I guess about 24 I was working out about six days a week I mean I was I was becoming a power lifter and I was gaining a lot of muscle and you know it was a it was a deep hobby then as far as that kind of approach to working out and so at some point as I started to become an entrepreneur I realized that I didn't have the time like I used to to work out six days a week so what I thought about was what I would do is I would cut it back to three days a week and I would condense what I did in six days and three days and then where I couldn't condense it I would just lighten up the load um, because my goals changed anyway I just wanted to be more toned and just fit as opposed to winning Olympic medals you know um, but the main point is that I scaled it back to three days for one hour a piece one hour a day for three days and I know that I could do more even at the time I actually could do more but the reason why I scaled it back to that is similar to this uh, principle here. What I realized was no matter how busy my life got, I could pretty much squeeze in an hour a day, three days a week. Even if I didn't go to the gym and I worked out at home, I could, I could remain consistent with that. And what I knew is that if I chose something that I could, I didn't have to struggle to keep consistent, then overall my whole momentum would continue to go forward i would stay motivated i'd be working out it wouldn't be a problem and that's exactly what happened you know it's exactly what happened i also didn't want to put too much on myself so that way if i couldn't live up to four or five days a week i didn't have to feel that sense of letdown because if i'm only shooting for three days then i feel good about it when i hit it and if i go over it anything over it is bonus so this was definitely a principle that I've learned, not just in mindfulness and meditation, but learning music, applying it to exercise, applying it to even my daily education in studying so I don't feel overwhelmed because I study a lot of different subjects per day. So 10 to 15 minutes a day keeps the feeling of lack and accomplishment away. I'm probably going to put that in like a, a song to actually repeat that mantra. That's one other little sidebar too. If uh, if you all haven't heard it already, check out my newest uh, project called Aaron Hill Quotes Volume One. It's the second installment in my new brand of motivational and mindset music. You know, which is called uh, neuromusical reprogramming. So check that out. And I'm going to be doing things like this, like repeating mantras, in order to help us to lock in on certain things so find one step that you can take right away this is this is another piece of the equation find one step that you can take right away this is called the next actionable step and again this is under ease this is under how to make how to introduce ease into forming any kind of healthy habit that you want to the next actionable step is something that I learned when I was uh, studying with Berkeley College of Music, and it was a part of my entrepreneurship class. And it was probably, out of all the things I learned in there, this is, this is the 
biggest thing that I learned that sticks with me. I mean, there was a number of things that I learned, but this one just rolls right off my tongue because I have applied this ever since I first learned it. And the next actionable step is just the concept that no matter where you are, there's always one small thing that you can do to be able to take a step towards your goal. There's a lot of steps that feel completely overwhelming to us. So you wanna find the one that's not overwhelming, the one that you can't make up excuses for because you don't need any more resources, you don't need anything else in order to take a step, you know, because that's one of the things that helps us to procrastinate is when we feel like, oh, I just need this and then I'll be ready. I put up a post the other day where I said, you know, sometimes um, our purchasing of more equipment is just a way of procrastinating but convincing ourselves that we're being productive. And this is something that I've dealt with. I watched a close friend deal with this year after year after year. And it was interesting because when I was looking at his experience, for a while, it did seem like all he needed was to something else in the equation and then he was right where he needed. But I started to realize after a while that no, he actually could do something with what he had. It's just that he wasn't looking at the next actionable step. His next actionable step was avoiding taking a step by finding a distraction. And in his case, it was by buying uh, more equipment or saying that he needed the perfect and ideal circumstances in order to take a step forward. Newsflash, it's another quote I put up the other day. There's, you know, no such thing as an ideal moment. You know, stop waiting on ideal circumstances in order to make a move. There are no ideal circumstances. There's only real life with real risk and with real successes and quote unquote failures, which we're gonna talk about in a second. Um, there's There's just life, there's just reality, you know? And so the only way to achieve is to move forward realistically, not waiting on things to be idealistic. So the next actionable step, find one thing that you can do right now towards your goals of healthy habits, creating a sustaining a healthy habit uh, that you don't need anything else to do. It's it's right there. All you got to do is just make an intention and do it. And I have a video um, called the next actionable step that I did for my podcast It's linked. If you're looking at the information right now below in the comment section or description, Um, Or you can just search on YouTube, Aaron Hill, The Next Actionable Step. I really want you to check it out and let me know what you think. Let me know if it it resonates for you as far as this topic. So we have environment, we have ease, and then the third E is enjoyment. Figure out how to make the activity itself and the meaning of it enjoyable. Use environments sounds, teaming up with others, etc. The enjoyment will allow you to tune into the benefits to keep you going. This is another big point of advice that I like. I apply this every day. I remind myself of it every day. And I also share it with others. Like the only way you're really going to hang in there with anything in life, a job, a relationship, a healthy habit, a, like anything, is it has to be enjoyable for it, for you. It has to be something that makes you happy. 
And so I'm really getting to the point now, like, especially because of studying psychology so deeply that I'm kind of against things now that you do that aren't enjoyable for you or where you can help it. Like, you know, certain things you, you have no choice. You have to do certain things because it's just a responsibility to do it. But where you're making choices to do certain things or develop habits um, when it comes to health and wellness, like with exercise or you know, um, mindfulness, meditation, like how you do it, where you do it, like diet and all these kind of things. Like if you don't enjoy what you're doing, then you're working against yourself. You're working against yourself, especially when you can choose something that will get you the same goal and be enjoyable in the process. In order to know that though, you have to have self-awareness. You have to know what actually is enjoyable to you and if you don't know that then you have to experiment which would which really is the other e that this whole thing is about it's about experimentation you have to experiment in order to find out and then once you find out then you have to dial into that and try to cultivate and center everything around that um i was talking to someone the other day who was trying to form a healthy habit with exercising and you know everybody many people think about when they're looking to exercise think about going to the gym that's one of the main things but i mean i'm a i'm a gym guy but not everybody's a gym person you know and there's some people that just think that they have to go to the gym just because it's like well that's the only way i can think about getting in shape um even though they know other ways but they just lean towards that so i had to tell someone who um was talking about going to the gym but who really doesn't really like to go to the gym as much i mean they want the result but they don't really like to go to the gym but i asked what do you like to do and one of the things that they love to do is to dance and this is probably the third time that i've talked to someone where this wound up being a conversation where i was just like why the hell are you trying to go to the gym don't go to the gym just dance your way into shape like find an activity, whether it's a group or, you know, if you can't do a group right now, find a virtual experience, go outside and do it, like make a way, but dance. Like if you love dancing, dance your ass into shape. Don't go to the gym. You have to find something that's enjoyable for you because if it's not enjoyable, then you won't have the core of what it, what you need in order to every day say, you know what, I'm looking forward to doing this. You know, or setting aside the time or having your mind prepared, you know, so you have to find something that's enjoyable. You know, one of the things that I found in my uh, my mindfulness and meditation practice is that I do my meditation and yoga stretching at the same time. And I could just meditate. You know, I could just do yoga. I like to do them together because while I'm meditating, it allows me to focus on something that is this like a central point my mind's not too far out there because i'm kind of in automatic mode and i'm getting two for one it's enjoyable for me if it wasn't i'd be doing something else so figure out how to make the activity itself enjoyable and the meaning of and the meaning of doing the activity enjoyable use your environment sounds teaming up with others and experimentation the enjoyment will allow you to tune into the benefits to keep you going experimentation is key even when your habit doesn't happen, you still win. 
because you'll have the information needed to learn more about yourself and the process. And that's invaluable right there. Instead of thinking that you failed, realize that you succeeded in learning. And that was a quote that I just put up um, on Facebook. In fact, pay attention to your inner critic and work to find places to enjoy and celebrate your progress and successes. Letting go of the tendency of judging other ourselves harshly. There is no failure. Every experience adds to our learning. I like this kind of stuff because in thinking about this, you, you basically are flipping an idea on your head, on its head and going from a pessimistic or downtrodden kind of perspective to something that's more positively reinforcing. You know, you can look at it as something as a failure, but if you have learned something from it and it's taught you the way to something, then it's actually a success. It's not a failure. I really, at this point, I kind of define failures as shit that you go through that you don't learn things you don't learn from. <laughs> like, you know, and, and eventually if you're smart, you're going to learn one day in order to not have that outcome or not put somebody else through that outcome or whatever. But like, as long as you're learning from it, to me, it's a success because what else is life but an accumulation of moments where you experience things and you hopefully look to learn from them so that you can make better choices or continuous choices in that way, like whatever, you know? Um, so that's real important to redefine that. It's real important to redefine failures as successful learning experiences you know i myself have situations where i think about places where i failed either myself or other people and you know i'm remorseful if i if i do something to hurt myself or to hurt others i'm very remorseful but then after that thought then i'm back to the place of the only way I could be here today to say that that was a, mis a mistake, you know, or that I would do something different or I wouldn't do that again or make a different choice, that I had to go through it and I had to experience it to learn from it to then know how to proceed from there. So that's not a failure, you know. So instead of telling yourself that you failed, tell yourself you've succeeded in learning and becoming more wise. A change of language into positive reinforcement makes a world of a difference on your being. And then Thomas Edison said it best. I've never failed. I just tried 10,000 things that didn't work. I always say there's two paths to uh, success. You can either be fortunate enough to just to stumble upon the path to success and be on your way, or you can stumble upon all the ways not to do something and by process of elimination what are you left with the way to do something you're left with the successful way to do something so i just think it's important to have an optimistic viewpoint you know when it comes to this kind of thing and i like the way thomas edison put put it because he made the light you know he's got the light bulb happening for us so how do you look at it did he fail you know or did he succeed? He succeeded because he kept going until he found the one that worked. 
and then we don't count the time the ten thousand that he missed we don't and you know the proof in that in that pudding is that most of us i would even assume don't even know that like didn't even know that thomas edison made this many attempts before you know or um who was it i think it was dr seuss i think dr seuss might have been the one that uh somebody who you know is more aware of this chime in and let me know but i think it was dr seuss whose uh books and his writings were turned down like you know over a hundred times or something like that and he has a saying too let me see if i can find that that dr seuss saying um but anyway you know the main point of this is that you want to in finding your way towards healthy habits you want to actually do things to your environment do things to make things at ease for you and also do things to make make things enjoyable for you and then you'll keep your head in the game so this is the 10 percent happier journey and this is uh, 10% Happier is an app that you can download from the App Store and it's, it's filled with courses from various meditation teachers. And it was created by uh, Dan Harris, a former news anchor, I think he might be former news anchor, um, on uh, NBC who had a panic attack on air and it led him to learning more about himself and diving into mindfulness and meditation. And he found his remedy so he created an app and it's an amazing app you should definitely download it and so yeah so that's about it for today we'll we're going to end on something that i call the 30 second meditation technique you know my philosophy is that when it comes to meditation you need nothing to do it or to get into it but just intention you know and so in 30 seconds we're just going to take three deep breaths and just do 10 seconds of mindfulness which just means staying in that place no judgment and just at ease so wherever you are you can close your eyes if you like i'm going to close mine in order to settle in and we're just finishing on this thought of the three e's environment ease and enjoyment which could actually be added to a fourth E, which is experimentation, because that's what's needed in order to allow for all this to happen. So we're gonna take three deep breaths, and when you inhale, we're gonna do deep belly breathing where you inhale through your nose, long inhales, and you exhale through your mouth. This slows down your heart rate, allows for you to get more blood and oxygen to the body, and just allows you to just de-stress and just chill out overall. So let's take a deep breath in and out. Take another deep breath in and out. One more final deep breath in and out. And you can continue with that pattern or you can let your breathing return back to normal. And we're just gonna take 10 more seconds to just stay in that place of de-stressing and decompressing.
ready, you can open your eyes and we are done. 10% happier journey. Glad to be back. It's been a minute since I've done this uh, as far as this kind of session. I'm happy to be back in the saddle. I'm happy to not judge myself for the time that I wasn't doing it um, because that's a part of this journey. And so last but not least, if you like the background ambiance that is called Breath of Life. And uh, that is my own personal creation. And you can find it everywhere. All you have to do is just look up Aaron Hill on Spotify, Apple Music, you know, all those different places. And you can download that and use it for your quiet time, your meditation. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this. And I look forward to seeing you again for the next 10% Happier Self-Care Journey. Drop a line to give me some ideas about what your feelings are about what we talked about today. Take care. Peace.